Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. About a month ago, as I'm sure you all remember, our gospel message was from the 22nd chapter of Matthew, the parable of the wedding banquet, during which a man is thrown out for wearing the wrong kind of robe. Today, we hear another parable about another wedding from the 25th chapter of Matthew. And during this blessed event, five of the bridesmaids are locked out of the festivities because they didn't bring enough lamp oil. Weddings appear frequently in Scripture. I am also reminded that in the second chapter of the Gospel of John, Jesus attends a wedding himself. And this time, instead of throwing someone out of the reception or locking the door of the church, he instead turns about 100 gallons of water into wine. I think I prefer the weddings in John. There is a lot to contemplate as we hear this parable of wise and unwise bridesmaids. And I believe the key phrases come at the very end. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. That sounds simple enough, but do we truly know what it means both to keep awake and to not know neither the day nor the hour? Keeping awake is a theme also throughout Scripture. The prophet Isaiah proclaims, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. St. Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, Sleeper, awake! Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Based on that scripture as well as today's gospel, a 16th century Lutheran pastor, Philip Nikolai, wrote one of my favorite hymns, Sleepers Wake. The lines sing, Midnight's peace their cry has broken, their urgent summons clearly spoken. The time has come, O maidens wise. Rise up and give us light. The bridegroom is in sight. Alleluia. However, keeping watch and keeping awake isn't something we do very often in this 21st century. We might stay up late watching the game or binge watching a favorite TV program. We might suffer from insomnia. Or, much more seriously, we might keep watch while a loved one is ill. But we are not Francisco or Bernardo standing on the walls of Elsinore in Hamlet. 
You and I don't normally stand guard outside of our camp or our village or our castle. We give thanks for those who still stand the post, especially as Veterans Day approaches this week. But that is not a regular practice for our lives. So how do we keep watch? How do we keep awake in this 21st century, especially as people of faith? One way is to wait. And we don't like to wait. I don't like to wait. Look at the popularity of Amazon Prime. We can have almost anything our hearts desires in two days. What does that say about our capacity to wait? And yet, we're doing a lot of waiting these days. I saw a cartoon earlier this year that really struck me. Two people are sitting on a couch. Behind them is a window that has been haphazardly boarded up as if to repel some notorious invaders or zombies. And one person on the couch turns to the other and says, when I imagined the end of the world, I did not anticipate so much sitting around. We wait. We wait for major national events to take to unfold. We wait for a vaccine for this virus. We wait for this dang building to be finished. We wait for our lives to return to normal. How long, O oh Lord? How long? And the waiting isn't the worst part. For these days, not only must we wait, but we don't know how long we will be waiting. We hear that last sentence in our gospel and the last phrase, for you know neither the day nor the hour. None of us likes to keep, be kept waiting, but not knowing how long we will have to wait is even worse. But part of the life of faith is a life of uncertainty. I would love to tell you that I am rock-solid certain about a million different things, but I am not. I am certain of God's love for each of us and for all of God's creation. I am certain that God made us in his image and that we are good. I am certain that God became incarnate in Jesus Christ and his ministry, death and resurrection show us the way to peace, forgiveness and eternal salvation. I am certain of the Oxford comma, two spaces after a period and that one never, ever put sugar in grits. <laughs> I am certain about a few more things, but I'll save that for another time. But our waiting need not be exacerbated by our uncertainty. Instead, our waiting can balance, can be the counterpoint and our companion in our uncertainty. Waiting for a person of faith is an opportunity, not a burden. Our wait can be precious and meaningful and holy. And sometimes the wait turns out to be more productive than what we were waiting for. While we wait, we can say our prayers. While we wait, we can read the scripture. While we wait, we can give generously. While we wait, we can figure out new ways to love our neighbors and share the good news. And in the midst of all this productive waiting, we are prepared and we will better endure 
the uncertainties we might encounter. And when we keep these things in balance, we are like the wise bridesmaids, keeping our light trimmed and burning. For as Jesus said, you are the light of the world. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. We wait. And we wait. And we wait. And I am ready to be done. But if we seize the opportunities of this time, if we find ways to be faithful in this time, if we can learn how to wait then our light will still shine, even in these dark days. And these will serve us well when the bridegroom comes. Amen.